the Giant Dwarf Podcast, a podcast about kings of war and a lot of other stuff. Oakley doakley. Straight to the action. Strap on your seatbelt. Strap it on. Get your strap on. <laughs> and strap uh, your strap on. We're going for a bumpy ride. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. Welcome everybody to the Giant Dwarf Podcast. Giant Dwarf Bona. Hooray. So uh, I got my coffee and my cup of water. Mm-hmm. And I'm uh, ready one. to talk crap with you. Yeah. What are you drinking and what are you <laughs> not well, drinking? Same as you. Coffee. Coffee and water. No water. Mixed together. Actually. I forgot the water, sadly. Oh, you're going to get way. in trouble. <laughs> so you're going to get dehydrated yeah. midways into the episode. Dehydrated. Yes. Deeper dwarf. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, we just had another day at the workplace. Mm-hmm. Anything exciting happening for you today? No, no nothing. Bog standard? Same boring stuff. Um, I actually uh, started using a new set of uh, earplugs today. And mm. these earplugs, they were like uh, Bluetooth. Okay. So I didn't, uh, you know, they needed a wire hanging down. Sure. Uh, and also they were really good, like, sound, like sound, sound dampeners. It's not like they were noise cancelling, but I just mean the ones that actually go a little bit into your ear, yeah. you know? So That's they true. really drown out some of the noise. Um, and at the start, I just listened to music, but uh, after a while, I actually started listening to an audiobook. Ah, while you worked. <laughs> yes, I while I worked. <laughs> so that was pretty, that kind of was my big discovery, I guess, for today was that I'm able to do invoicing while yeah. listening to an audiobook. Because it's so boring and, <laughs> and repetitive, basically. Yeah. So that's cool. I guess that's a big spoiler, but I was, I was, Listening to this to the new book I bought, which I can talk about more later, uh, the Dresden Files. Yeah, first book of the Dresden Files. Ah, that's, a, that's a book. Uh, it's it's a series of books. Yes. Ah, okay. I, I thought you meant like a TV series, but when you when you mention it, I, yeah, it's the book, isn't it? I, I've only heard about it like on Unplugged Radio. That's the only yeah. source I have for <laughs> this. But they talked about it so much, so I I um, went in to cancel my Audible subscription. Mm. Uh, but then found that I had four free credits that I hadn't used. Right. So I bought like the four, like one through four of the Dresden files. I just took their word for it that it's good. I didn't bother to check, like, uh, you know, I didn't do a, listen to a preview or anything. Um, so I just bought those four and then I pressed cancel because I, I, I'm just trying to save money, basically. Um, yeah. It's a bit, you know, when you get. Uh, when you start feeling the economy squeezing, then you just need to go and look at whatever you can. You know, you can try to cut corners here and there. Yeah. So I'm going to cut a few corners, like cancel my HBO, but keep my Netflix. You know, <laughs> like keep something. Yeah, because but you not... use HBO only for like Game of Thrones or something. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, uh, I should do the same, actually. And I was thinking, can, uh, but I didn't want to cancel Audible completely, but I put it on hold. You can like pause. If you, if you threaten them with... Pressing the button for cancel, they yeah. will give you. A, they will send you like an email, like, "Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> we heard you want to cancel, but uh, 
you can get like three months of freeze. You can, you can freeze your subscription. So I'm, like, oh, I'm cool with that. But anyway, so that's uh, my yeah. It's so nice to because uh, when when you work in the service center, you can't really plug in properly because you have to have focus on every yeah. people all, all the customers. Someone comes in and is like oh. yeah. I need but, help, too. <laughs> well, I'm in the middle of this. <laughs> it's very exciting. I can't. Can you just give me five minutes? <laughs> so, so this was um, maybe the first time I found like a actually a, like a silver lining to this new invoicing gig of mine. That because uh, yeah. no one no one speaks to each other in the office, so I might as well just plug in and listen to books. Sure, it's a pretty dep- depressing place. I have to, I found a way to save uh, money on books as well. Mm-hmm. Because I got, uh, I found this app called like the Gutenberg uh, Project. Okay. And they have like all the um, the royalty-free books, you know, that were made in like eighteen hundreds. Like if they're, if they're old enough, then they're <laughs> yeah. No, no one owns the right. It's just yeah, yeah. It's uh, just like uh, age limits on. The... Yeah, it's like Shakespeare and uh, all mm. those uh, good old. Uh, That's cool. Like uh, Sherlock Holmes novels and all that. Mm. So I'm uh, just reading on my phone. You know, downloading the books and just like, reading on my phone. You're reading like all the classics? Yeah, I guess. I mean, they're free, so... <laughs> That's awesome. Because you would assume, well, maybe not assume, but you wouldn't be surprised if some like company had like secured the rights to all... Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah you know, like all those classical works like... Uh, I think there's like laws against it or something. Like, yeah, I think can't that's be owned it. by it. But, it's, but so, it's so great that uh, that's actually a thing, because... Like in mm. a corporate world we live in, you wouldn't be surprised if it's, you could never ever get your hands on a like a Shakespeare book. You yeah. have to pay for it. Because, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but uh, you know, for like before uh, smartphones and you know being able to actually read on your phone on the bus or whatever. Yeah. Uh, uh, I used to buy them from you know uh, from the bookstore. You know because you had to, they were really they were cheap. Mm-hmm. Because you know there were no rights on the novels, but I still had to pay for the books. Oh yeah, so, you know if yeah, I wanted sure. to read Shakespeare, I still had to buy the book for like you know <laughs> very cheap, but still it was still money. Yeah. Uh, but now I can just download them and read them mm. for completely free. Wow, so, that's uh, cool. And you can, uh, I bet that's the kind of book that you feel just feel smarter yeah. or more cultivated just by reading because it's like. These these words have power. <laughs> uh, I mean, reading Shakespeare is a bit frustrating because they're, they're like written like a play, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Because uh, so of course this would be like the totally unedited version. Yeah, and un- unedited. Yeah. Oh okay. Or, uh, or if they are edited, uh, I guess they just clean them up a little bit. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Is it like know. literally? Does it say like he runs in and he runs out and stuff like that? Yeah, it's like uh, yeah, those two they exit. It says and oh. they enter or he enters. Really? Wow. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I read The Tempest, which I've never read before. Uh, I yeah. only see it you know, in plays in the theater and stuff. Oh yeah. I always like The Tempest. It's uh, kind of cool. Hmm. Sort of like uh, a bit of a mix of magic and uh, real life kind yeah. of stuff, which is uh, cool. Awesome. Huh. Well, that's cool. So, uh, but you have you have you been able to read some of that at work? No, that's uh, <laughs> that's not. Yeah. I can't read at work. That's true. But if I had an audiobook and if I didn't, you know, if I'm uh, just stuck in the back office, I might have managed to. Read. I had an yeah. audiobook on, on my ear, but uh, that's not the case right now. <laughs> oh well. So at least I have one up on you in, in, <laughs> that, in that department. 
what other things are you not in? <laughs> Where is the competition there? No, I don't know. <laughs> There's always competition. <laughs> nah, so, yeah, let's just get into the segments, I guess. Uh, yeah, sure. If there are any, let's find out. <laughs> news! What fucking news? It's local. Local! So, local news... Not a whole lot going on. Uh, we <laughs> no, have. Uh, I, guess not, uh, I, I mean, we. I think we even. Sp- last time did we speak? Ha- we did speak about the Vanguard, but had we gotten the stuff at that point? I don't think so. Maybe the earliest. If we had, I had not looked at it, but I don't think we had. No, at least we have all. I think everyone here in Oslo have, has gotten their Vanguard stuff. Uh, mm. Hopefully. You'll pledge. I know Stein was waiting for a long, long while on his, but hopefully he has it too. <laughs> uh, otherwise, yeah. he will feel that we just uh, hung him out to dry. It was just uh, seven days in Leeds or something. <laughs> <laughs> in Leeds, really? Uh, just maybe it was Nick. Who <laughs> <on to> it. <laughs> Probably. Oh, he's going to Oslo, huh? I'll fuck with those guys. <laughs> oh yeah. So um, we did some trading, didn't we? Uh, we had yeah, yeah, yeah we traded yeah you got my uh, Basileans yep and the V dogs Basileans mm. so I now have a triple Basileans plus I bought uh, extra men at arms yeah. for add on so you have you can actually make an army a Kings of War army yeah I could uh, at, least, at make least make a make very men at arms heavy yeah. Basilean army yeah and uh, and you're w- w- and you're trading for Night Stalkers yeah Night Stalkers. Yeah. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Pretty cool. cool. I was thinking about making a Kings of War Night Stalker army at some point. Yeah, it's very tempting when seeing those models. I actually, re- re- and uh, I also traded away my Northern Alliance to V Dog. <laughs> so now I'm like, I'm kind of left with like, where are all my models? Where are my Night Stalkers? <laughs> and I found out and my, that yeah. those ice naiads. Uh, the ice uh, elemental elementals yeah, okay mm-hmm. yeah that, that's what it is yeah. yeah ice elementals they are in the northern alliance package <laughs> no! so we dog got them all we dog <laughs> you hustled us you rascal <laughs> oh man because i remember when i gave uh, when i put my box uh, well I, at that time i probably hadn't actually put it to we dog yet uh, but uh, i said to lars that um oh i hope uh, i hope the, those ice elementals aren't in there because then I'll feel a bit cheated (laughs) (laughs) and of course they were and I've seen all those I almost had this feeling that the most most of the cool stuff is in the Northern Alliance pack (laughs) the big the frost the dire fang rider and the yeah you tricked me good man (laughs) he knew fuck he's crafty that guy yeah Mm. fuck okay but anyway um, I did Keep the giant didn't. Oh, well, he wasn't able to fool me to to give away. Cause Hang I, on, you got the frost uh, giant. In yes. Here. Oh, I have to get that away. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's Northern Alliance. Frost giant is obviously for the Northern Alliance. <laughs> oh, I guess you're wrong. <laughs> oh well. Oh, did you see that um, um, that guy on Facebook who had built two giants? Yes. Because yeah. there are so many parts in the frost uh, or ice giant upgrade. That he mm. have to like green stuff his thighs or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> the only thing was the thighs and a bit of the torso, of the torso yeah. like lower like the stomach parts and and the thighs, mm. which I think is fully doable. 
just uh, yeah. smack on some green mm. stuff for me. Put uh, steel wire first, and then yeah, I mean the stomach area shouldn't be a problem. It's just just mm. making fat or something. And yeah, we'll go for the safe way and just make fur. Isn't that the thing that mm-hmm. everyone knows how to do with green stuff? Like yeah, I guess small yeah, holes sure, yeah. or like you. Yeah, at least that's the one. But at thing. least that was people trying to do. I'm not sure how successful <laughs> it is. No, that's true. But uh, yeah, well then again, do I want to use the? Because I've been speaking a bit about that. I've been saying like I don't like how tall it is. Uh, so I did come out pretty hard saying I was going to cut the knees off the giant or, yeah. or or have him like kneel in a pair of shoes. So Which I think is a cool idea. Yeah, like look like he's mm-hmm. trying to look like a dwarf, like a giant dwarf. Yeah. Um, but I'm not. I'm not sure if if I can pull it off because the legs are pretty. You know, he's t- he's like uh, taking a big stride. Yeah. So it will it will take some work, but uh, I'm sure it could be done. But I have to make the shoes, and uh, I, you have much experience making shoes out of mm. green stuff uh, or milliput, <laughs> but I don't. But I'm sure I could uh, manage somehow. Yeah, like big boots or something. Yeah, yeah. and but you know he can't be actually in the boot because. I have no. to make like boots that That's are true, yeah. obviously like flat trodden. What about the, sort of like uh, not boots, not socks, but something in between, like uh, you know, some sort of just uh, like they had it back in the day. It was just basically socks, I guess, which is well, you like harder than rags around your f- like yeah, around your like feet that. with yeah. like uh, leather straps around it, so like, <laughs> yeah, something like a Viking sock <laughs> boot. Yeah, like... Or like a, a gym sock. I mean, they didn't have boots, uh, you know, in... Uh, I don't know, like... Uh, yeah, I, I see what you mean. They probably like, just wrapped, like, wool around their feet and yeah. put some string around, sort of. Yeah. You know, belts around it. Hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, but for the moment, it's all... I haven't really... I haven't, I haven't painted anything yet from the Vanguard uh, box. But... Uh, no, I mean... It, but you know, really impressed with with the quality, and it looks great. I haven't even looked at everything. I opened the Night Stalkers. I looked at the guy, mm. the Squid guy. Yeah. Because I was really excited to see that guy. <laughs> and he looked cool. So uh... <laughs> it's like, yeah, looks great. <laughs> uh, I already paid for it. Uh, going yeah. into the bo- into the drawer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the box. Everything is still in the box except for the things I traded away. Mm. Maybe this is the thing about Kickstarter. You. You you um you you kind of get a little disconnect between the excitement that you get when you buy it, yeah, and when you get it, you may no longer have that same like drive to 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 like get your fingers in it and and do it. I can understand why people end up with loads of loads of miniatures that they just never use. Yeah, <laughs> because I mean, there's a lot of it in in that box that I would not have bought if it wasn't a Kickstarter and a bundle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's not that I uh, wouldn't like all the stuff that's in the bundle, but I wouldn't have spent money on it uh, like separately, sort of. I wouldn't go to the store and, mm-hmm. okay, I want this, 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 and this. True, and not not because of the quality, but... No, yeah, because you know, I don't have time and maybe not, you know, don't want to spend that much money yeah. if I'm not going to use it. Or you, Yeah, and you can't, you can't see, like, uh, you're doing that army... Like anytime soon, so you would yeah. have bought like a small warband of abyssals, for instance. No, <laughs> that's also a thing. I I now I'm considering gathering abyssal warbands because there has been very little trade action on those in, yeah. in Oslo. But I don't really have anything to trade with because no. 
I've given away Night Stalkers to you and Northern Alliance to V Dog, so then I'll be back to actually mm. paying for it. Terrain crate, maybe? Or one of, one of my two giants? <laughs> what? Oh, yeah, I mean, like when you make the. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I think I'm gonna make a, <clears throat> a warband out of the Abyssals. For Vanguard, because mm. I can't really yeah, see maybe making I, an army. <laughs> maybe that's what we, maybe that's what we need to just do, Lars. Play Vanguard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for some reason, the the first thing is like, yeah, I want to make an army out of this and that. That's like that's like the first line of thought, and then <laughs> yeah. when it, when it, that looks to fail, then we just said, oh well, maybe I'll use it for Vanguard. And when you said that, I was like, oh yeah. That's a thing. <laughs> we could use that. Maybe that's yeah. easier because it, it's only like you get like one one of this guy, two of those guys, maybe three mm. of the other guy. So it's yeah. it's a very long step up to army. I think I would make a Bissell or warband just to have a warband and uh, yeah. use that. I actually played Vanguard here. Um, Holy the shit! Other, the other day, yeah, with the wee dog. It's, let's do it here in local news. <laughs> yeah, that's local news. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Basilean versus the Basilean. Oh, because wow. he only had like uh, his. Uh, Did you only have my miniatures? I only have Basilean. No, <laughs> he only had uh, like uh, because we were at his place, uh, and he only had available on single uh, basis for his old empire stuff. Oh yeah, it's some, he's used a lot of it for uh, his kingdoms of men uh, uh, army. Okay. Uh, but so, you know he has lots of leftover models. So he has not actually made any new models. No, we didn't use any of the. So you proxy the, the game of Vanguard. Uh, yeah, sort of. Yeah, but, but we yeah. proxied with actual miniatures. But yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. So yeah, <laughs> it was cool. It was fun. Uh, we only played two turns because uh, I had to go because it was yeah. quite late actually. I think we started playing at seven. Okay. Uh, and then uh, I had to leave or, or like half past eight or something. And uh, Yeah, and of yeah. course this was like first turn ever, so you probably yeah, checked the rule book uh, a lot. I said we started at seven, but you know, realistically we didn't start until much later. Really. Mm. Maybe half an hour just prepping, finding the miniatures, discussing things. And, and, and those uh, that one first game, you're almost checking every rule. Like, yeah. How does that work? And uh, uh, there's a lot of rules we just uh, ignored for like the first game. So we okay. just did like just, uh, easy, easy rules. And if we didn't, if it was a rule, we, uh, you know, we're unsure. We just okay, just skip that. We just say like mm. maybe like how do you fatigue? We just assume that okay, you can you can fatigue at every any point unless you're fatigued mm. uh, from before. And and I'm not even sure if that's correct, but uh, it seems like pretty logical. correct actually. Yeah. Yeah. So I haven't played since the alpha rules, but I think it's kind of unchanged since then yeah that yeah. oh, was kind of fun uh, I did see your poop fence yeah it was a poop fence <laughs> I'm not sure where that comes from but it might be from the mantic uh, terrain crate I think it's it hedge like a poop on a stick yeah it, uh, it looked like poop on the, on the, and didn't help that the cat was in the same photo as well so you just assumed the cat had just <laughs> dropped the dookie on the table yeah, or the, the brown undercoat may have also of course it's Attributed to the, yeah, the impression. Yeah, it's brown from the box. I think it is. It is brown. Oh, it's I, just, I didn't uh, think about that. Okay. So it, uh, that that was that's its actual color, original oh. color. I think. At Went least. for a poop color on everything. Yeah, and <laughs> which is fine on most things, but when it's a hedge, <laughs> <laughs> it looks a bit. Yeah, a normal hedge would, but this was in no way like a square hedge. No, it's no, like yeah. a it's just round, Roundish. round blobs on, in yeah. a row. <laughs> <laughs> it looks very much like a, 
Looks more like a string of berry bushes than a, <laughs> than a hedgerow. <laughs> yeah. It's dingleberry. Is it actually a paint... Uh, like berries on them, yeah. I think, if you ever paint them. As berries. Yeah, so it was a straight up, uh, you know, almost, just a load of crap on the table and just, uh, so there was some terrain. Yeah. Uh, you didn't really think the terrain through at all. Cool. Did you miss the cubes from Dead Zone? Yeah, I mean, uh, it's, <laughs> I, I miss not, I miss the not having to measure. Measure out? Thing, yeah. Because, uh, I mean, it's nothing wrong with that, but, you know, you can see how it gets, you have to, the, the precision of measuring, you know, you either have to just, okay, we just do some sort of measuring, but mm -hmm. don't care really about how uh, uh, good it is or, like, precise it is. Yeah. But with the cubes, you can't really, it's just the cubes, so yeah. it's easier. Uh, or and if you really want to play seriously, you have to like you know okay yeah but he's he should be one inch further back. Or... Yeah, because I mean with with like Kings of War units, it's it's a limited amount of measurements you actually need to take. Mm. But here's like when you like yeah. if you get into like a close like a melee skirmish, you're like okay this guy and this guy it must be a lot of small yeah, measurements. Yeah, can be. So okay, yeah. but uh, but uh, you seem to uh, have enjoyed your first game, in any case. Yeah. So, but uh, you know, it was the first game, two turns. So I'm not sure how much data mm -hmm. were collected, <laughs> really. But, no, uh, but at least uh, someone's playing it. It was uh, Basilian versus Basilians, uh, which was uh, you know uh, mirrored armies, mirrored <laughs> warpaths. They were uh, really yeah, the same <laughs> warpaths. Playing safe with a mirror. <laughs> nice. Kind of fun. Uh, other local news, uh, Reign of Kings is over, and it was yeah. successful. I did a short report in on the Norwegian cast. Oh, yeah, yeah, because you weren't there, of course. Uh, oh, yeah, I was uh, in, at Reign of Kings, yeah. Um, really? Yeah. Uh, so you haven't listened to the podcast? No, I haven't listened to the podcast. You asshole. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's me and not. the guys on the train, and uh, yeah, no, I haven't uh, listened to that one yet. <laughs> this guy, this guy, you're too busy listening to the Angry Birds drink piss in the Angry Bird movie. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a, a much better pod. podcast. <laughs> hmm. And spoiler alert: they do drink piss in the Angry Birds movie. This is what I have to deal with. <laughs> All right. Um, so next up, I mean, in December looks pretty. Quiet on the like the local tournament front, so uh, it's really just conquest coming up next. Except for that big Christmas tournament that we're having. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> Tia, Santa Claus is the T.O. <laughs> yeah. and the Rudolph is cheating his ass off as usual. You guys are thinking locally, and we're acting globally. It's global. Global news. Global. <laughs> I wonder if we're like. I wonder if people tune in to listen to us, you know, to for updates on the global Kings of War, <laughs> and then turn off afterwards. Yeah, like that's just, it. Yeah, they just uh, they look in the the notes and just yeah. find those ten minutes we yeah. talk about global news and actually expect like real yeah. groundbreaking news. Yeah, like okay, what's up in yeah. the Kings of War? Well, uh, these guys obviously have some sort of inside source. They get it straight from the horse's mouth. <laughs> Like, uh, it's not like we have exclusive... It's not, it's not like Ronnie Renton calls us up and tells us to, to, like, you need to tell everyone this is going on. No, we just repeat stuff that mostly everyone knows already. 
Yeah, it's true. But, uh, Even if, uh, yeah, if we have anything at all. Well, like this, this time, you mean? Yeah, or do just we have in any, general? Do we have any global news? <laughs> uh, well, I was just... No, not really. It's just that uh, I guess the next thing com- coming up is the new book, like Clash of Kings 19 book. Oh, will yeah. be. It says pre-order from... Or 7th of December, I think, was the release yeah, it's date. Right on, it's right around the corner, isn't it? Yeah, it's pretty soon. And uh, it's really exciting because I, I know nothing from from this book. They could uh, no. do. They could uh, introduce anything, and uh, it would all be a surprise. Usually, it, sure. usually, <laughs> I mean, usually what they. Do you mean? <laughs> yeah, what I mean, what I mean <laughs> is that uh, this well, year they haven't uh, given any, any spoilers. Mm. Uh, yeah, well, they have been sure. often very like uh, drip feeding out some, yeah, some spoilers right. and uh, <clears throat> you know g- hyping it a little bit, but it's been very. Uh, yeah, yeah, very tight lip this time around. So um, they had some leaks the other years, didn't they? Like, yeah, I heard, and there was this one tournament in the US who used the rules before they were supposed to be mm-hmm. out. So it was really just out in the open before anyone could yeah could blink the old rumor mill. But then again, I think we were like forty or fifty people in that fucking group. So and, uh, how are you gonna <laughs> yeah how are you gonna control fifty people? Yeah, half of them I don't even know who is like random guys from somewhere like yeah like yeah, bootleggers almost <laughs> yeah they're only in there to, to, <laughs> to spread the info uh, yeah well um, so that's going to be exciting um, excite um, judging from the um, some threads on fanatics it seems like they're still not going to gonna touch points like points changes mm-hmm. Because um, uh, those uh, discussions were a bit late in the um, in the running, because it seemed almost like after that discussion, when uh, a lot of people chipped in, and and it almost seemed like the consensus was that most people or almost almost everyone would prefer point changes mm. than to like patchwork special rules, but that was like way too late for them to actually yeah. you know have any say in the process. So I assume it's all. Just a special rule here and there, or a stat, uh, stat yeah, adjustment. Clever stuff. I yeah. think we mentioned it last time, didn't we? That like, or at least I said that I feel like we need the third edition. Like, or like the players are ready <laughs> for yeah. a third edition. At least I am. Yeah, I'm and too. With I'm too. Re- Absolutely. Repointing and balancing out, ironing, um, out, ironing out stuff. Yes. You know, with points. We did talk about it last time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's do it again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, I mean, uh, I mean, I'm sure there will be some new spells and stuff. So uh, at least it shakes up. Uh, yeah. I'm not complaining. It's always a little meta changer, at least, and um, it's fun to see the, the first power gamers t- to get a hold of those new spells and like max them out on like <laughs> six goblin wizards or whatever, and then uh, see how the world reacts in the rage and, and frustration. <laughs> The meta is always funny to me because you know <laughs> I play the same list for like two years. True. So it's uh, like uh, I don't even I don't understand even how people why people care like why why do you want to break the meta so much? What's the, mm. what's the deal? Maybe they love destroying their friends and uh, yeah. crushing oh, their army. Like I win. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I crush. <laughs> Not that I have any friends. Candy crush. Candy crush. Yeah, but um. Some not everyone are like us uh, self nerfers, you That's know. True. Some people actually like to win, <laughs> but whilst we enjoy the taste of a defeat and well, savor every moment of it, 
I deserved defeat. Like, uh, yeah, but, you know, <laughs> look at my army. <laughs> I deserved it. Oh, that's true. But that's about it. Excited about the new book. And, oh, and I did uh, announce that we're using the new book for Conquest. Yeah. Because it's, yeah, mm-hmm. because it's definitely released by then, obviously. Yeah, it will be released. My only my only worry was that it would be for some people it would be too sudden. You know, I'm I'm yeah. sure fifty uh, percent of the players will be on it immediately. Boom! Like reading upon new spells and the new rules. Mm. But I know there's going to be a handful of people who play like literally twice a year, oh. and they're going to be what? There's a new book out. What? New spell? What? And uh, I didn't want to spring it on them, but we're doing yeah, it. <laughs> let's do it. Because uh, uh, I'm thinking also I could I could email everyone shortly before you say reminder we are using the new stuff. Mm. Um, also, it, it encourage people uh, encourage people to actually buy the book. Of course, uh, yeah. And how lame would it be to play with you know the old rules when yeah. it's been out for like a month? I know that's the that is the I remember this also a lot from like Warhammer tournaments. It, it always happened when a new army book was released, yeah. and it, it would always be like, "Are we going to use the old one or the new one?" And mm. and and the organizers they had to make this rule like, if it's out two weeks before, then we use the new one. If yeah. not, then we use the old one. And what would happen is it would be out. A week and a half before, uh. and they had, and people were like, "Well, it's it's out. Let's use it." And they were like, "No," because we already said if it's not out two weeks before, <laughs> then we're not using it. And it would just be such a anti-climax, you know. You play with your old army book, yeah. basically. It's so yeah, I, I get it. Um, I I agree. I, I would rather play with the new one, but. Um, for me, it wouldn't make any difference because I was going, just going to use the same army anyway. Yep, and then you can be amazed at which new spells <laughs> suddenly get used against you. I get to use Drain Life, Bloodlust, and all those. <laughs> bloodlust? Blood, yeah, that's not even a thing anymore. Blood Boil. It, it was uh, called Blood Boil. Yeah, uh, Blood Boil. That's yeah. for like... Bloodlust? Where did I... I mean, that's even like last <laughs> like year, and then this, because it got changed into an item. So, oh yeah, that's true. So you're like two years behind. <laughs> so I enjoy my uh, goblin army. I assume you also have not used Martyr's Prayer. I don't even know what that is. Or um, Mind Fog. <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> I, th- I used Sparkstone because, you know, it was one of those, I had the points yeah, over, I but I just Sparkstone. Uh, changed a little bit around. You took it away, did you know that? Yeah, it's gone. Yeah. So that you did know, or because you actually used it. <laughs> yeah, so I had to, I, had, I mean, I know the, most of the rules for things. Yeah. You know, it's just that I never used them. Of course, and most spells you can't use, I mean, if you play one army, you can't use those uh, good alignment spells if you have an evil army. And yeah. I, I, I admit, I'm also myself never used Martyr's Prayer. Yeah. I freely admit it. No, I, I know what it is. It's just that I, I never looked in hardly into it, um, mm. very much into it. And, I mean, do I really need anything else than Lightning Bolt and Bane Chant? My, <laughs> you pretty my, much my have your <laughs> bases covered with those. <laughs> Bane Chant is still the most important spell in the mm. fucking game. <laughs> Maybe they remove that one. I have oh, to rethink my uh, I, I would love strategy. that. Bane Chant is uh, no longer a thing. It's now an item. Yeah. Item only, like Blood Boil. Yeah. That would be something. Why not? Just the loot. Mind. Just the loot of Insatiable Darkness. So you have to yeah. buy the loot to get the... To get the spell, you have to buy the the item to get yeah, the spell, sure. and then nothing else, mm-hmm. no, no one else can have it. 
that would be amazing. Well, that would be hard, of course, because so many units have it in their profile. So that's why they yeah. can't do it. Yeah, I might Oh, well, we can dream. <laughs> I wouldn't mind it if they did, but maybe they won't. We can dream. We All right. Can dream. That was the global news. <laughs> That's great, huh? Other entertainment. So, last time, Lars, I denied you the other entertainment section. Did you? I guess kind of, because uh, we uh, we yeah, we went so long and with all the clips from no, Thomas, true, yeah. uh, so that we I kind of yeah. said that we don't don't have time. But the BA he stole the show. You he might stole say stole your other entertainment. Yeah. But today, there is no such limit. So no now you, limits. Now you can rant for all your other entertainment needs. Yeah, it's quite a bit actually. It's like I explored most of uh, the literally works of the universe and everyone wow, else. Wow, so, nice. Yeah. So now you're ready to <laughs> so list everything? I need, I need, I need, yeah, I'm just going to list everything already. <laughs> you know, the biggest uh, news is probably, uh, you know, Crusader Kings 2. New expansion. Oh. <laughs> okay. Oh, Lay it on. It's the only computer game I played these days. It's so good. <laughs> I love it. Jesus. I only played like maybe two hours of the expansion so far. So. so is there anything like very new in the expansion? Yeah, they 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 redone like the religion things. So mm -hmm. like a, a bit bit of change here and there. Like you can have like bloodlines. So if you're Oh. If your king is a saint, let's say, mm. your your heir, you might actually get a bloodline which will pass on to your uh, heirs or like your family. So it's, it sticks to your family. Oh, uh, like that's this. not a thing in the original. No, is that's it not like a thing, random no. traits. Yeah, I mean, like it's like it's a separate kind of category of traits. Like there's a bloodline, oh. let's say, a heroic uh, warrior. Yeah. You know, then then your son will benefit from. Uh, one of your ancestors yeah. being a heroic warrior or something so, like that. So, because originally, because I, I played also a little bit, uh, I have been yeah. tainted by the... <laughs> um, and I, you did tell me something that if you make sure that um, you have, like, uh, if your king has a wife with, with, ha with high uh, st was stewardship, is yeah, it? Stewardship, yeah, then stewardship. most likely the, the child will also, like, inherit the high level of stewardship? Is that a, is that a thing? Uh, yeah, not... Exactly, they, they will inherit traits that are inherited, uh, that oh, can yeah. be inherited. But uh, oh, yeah, but okay. if your if your wife uh, has a high stewardship, uh, and you and you know you two have kids, uh, some of that stewardship will rub off uh, on that child oh, during yeah. uh, during uh, childhood, sort of. Oh yeah, like you can have you can because you can assign them with uh, what's that called again, like a like a ward or like a when, yeah, when like a guardian or, guardian, yeah, and that. And that then it's also good to assign a high stewardship guardian yeah, to like exactly, yeah. or, or like a high marshal so he gets like a good mm. becomes again good general or whatever. Mm. You just want them to rub off on your kids. Yeah, rub rub them guardians. Start rubbing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, but that's uh, so I've been playing a lot of Crusader Kings really. Uh, yeah. Well, I say a lot. I haven't played a lot really, <laughs> but uh, when I play computer games. That's what I play. So yeah. my computer game time has been entirely uh, yeah. taken over by Crusader Kings 2 for the last like, half, six months. Yep. That's your quota for computer games, and that's all yeah. you have space all, for. All I need. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, I haven't played any. I, the one game I had in my quota was the Into the Breach. 
Oh yeah, yeah. So, uh, but I've been kind of playing it a lot, like uh, so much that I've kind of grown a bit uh, tired of it, and sometimes yeah. I revisit it. It's still still cool, but um, I haven't had so much time recently. Um, so so it's, a, it's like a level-based game, isn't it? So you can kind of you can you can turn it off for a, a month, and it just gets gets straight back into the same. Yeah, level. absolutely, and it's turn-based, so it's uh, mm. so yeah, it's it's great. You can do other things while they're playing. It's a really cool game. So easy to run, charming old-school graphics, yeah. tiles, turn-based, mm. all those good things. Yeah, got a lot of it. Uh, but what I've actually been doing mostly recently is um, just <laughs> watching. More of that boxing anime of mine, the <laughs> Hajime no Ippo, the boxing anime. I've yeah. watched it all now. I'm, I'm done. Uh, but they make more episodes, or no? They been? don't actually. It's uh, they make manga is actually ongoing. It's okay. the world's second longest running sports manga. <laughs> but anime, which is, is the longest, like the, the tennis one. Um, the longest, uh, I don't remember what it's about, but it's the longest that's been running since like the 70s or something. <laughs> 79 or some crazy shit. It's probably a tennis one. Probably. Crazy. But this one uh, was, was about uh, boxing and it was pretty, pretty cool. Uh, I've just been binging that for, because yeah, you know I did mention the last time how I was really fried after school most days. Mm. Just... Um, so that's what I've been Literally, doing. Literally, because you're doing electricity. So you're <laughs> actually fried. <laughs> <laughs> Come on with the old suiting, my hair all standing up. Of course. And then uh, watch TV. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I've just been... And I, I, I was having trouble finding it because I, I do have an, a subscription on Crunchyroll. But yeah. they only have the new, the newest, like the latest of the three. There are three like seasons, if you want to call it seasons. Um, the first one is from like long ago, like uh, the nineties something. Okay. And then the second is like early two thousands, with like yeah. five year break in between. Right. And the last one is even a couple of years after that. So, and the old ones are so old that they don't, I don't think they want them on Crunchyroll. <laughs> it's like the first I'm... season of One Piece, like yeah. formats all wrong, like four three yeah. format, and you just too old. Yeah, but the, the latest one is on Crunchyroll, so I started watching that. <laughs> Have I told you this already? Yeah, I started I think watching you it, it yeah. and I came to school and I was like, "Hey, I watch this show," <laughs> and they're like, "What? What? What have you seen?" And I tell them what I've seen, and they're like, "What? You're on season three. You got to stop watching." I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> <laughs> so, but I, I, oh, no. I had actually, how embarrassing. Yeah, it's supposed to be embarrassing. So I had to find like YouTube clips where they had like compiled everything mm-hmm. in and cut off the intro and the outro and just string them together. That's pretty. That's the kind of a good way of watching some yeah, series. Yeah, it was actually. great because it just ends and you see the intro coming but then it's yeah. chopped right out <laughs> and you start again immediately. So it was really quick to binge it. The uh, first time I watched, or I wouldn't say watched, but the first time I saw anything from uh, Star Trek Deep Space Nine, yeah, I saw like a YouTube compilation like the, it was like, yeah, I think it was like 20 parts or something. And it was like, each part was like, 15 minutes let's say yeah and they had like they like uh, very like in 15 minutes they like summed up like a, a season or whatever oh. like uh, and it's like the most important things i watched the whole deep space nine uh, in just, summer yeah in summer <laughs> <laughs> and i had this friend and we were talking about star trek and i yeah. said i did that and he he was like outraged <laughs> Watch it properly. <laughs> it's like watching Lord of the Rings with a commentary and 
fast forward through everything. Yeah, but yeah, uh, but yeah, I have I have since watched it properly, at least okay. from like uh, season four or something, mm. which is when it picks up uh, speed. I remember. That's cool. Rewatching is it, stuff like that is a bit can be a bit strange because um, you know when you, when you know at least in these like. In, at least in like uh, well, anime series, which often have these very, they often have these very uh, power up moments and stuff like yeah. that. And if if you know it's gonna happen, it's like yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's gonna come. <laughs> so what was funny just um, uh, last thing about the the boxing anime that I watched is that since I started on season three, the first thing I saw almost was him doing his ultimate move. <laughs> and straight out of oh, the bag. Oh, yeah, straight out. It's like. First match I saw, oh, he's doing it, he's doing the... It's called the Dempsey Roll, where he, like, rolls in a figure eight, and then he starts, like, swinging. <laughs> doom, doom. And I was like, well, that's a pretty nice move. Oh, that's, that's, uh, that's obviously his, uh, his basic move, you know? It's, uh, it's the core move, that is. But no. And then, then I was started watching from the beginning, like, why don't you do that move? The roll, the Dempsey Roll, do it. And then I realized, oh, yeah, he doesn't learn that until, like, Season three, <laughs> so I was like really disappointed. <laughs> you can't fight for shit. Where's your move? Another huh? boxer. Yeah. Uh, oh, other stuff I watched since. Oh, and also, uh, you know how you when you finish a series, it's such a crisis yeah. moment, isn't it? Like a void. Yeah, like my if, my plans were just uh, you know the, the evening I ran out. Uh, my whole plan was to just watch all night and just relax and yeah. uh, eat potato chips, but then no, it's over suddenly. And I'm like, but what am I gonna do now? So then I tried desperately to f- to to watch more One Piece, anime, ah, yeah. which is damn friggin' hard if you're if outside of a USA, because mm, it's, yeah. it's fucking crap. You have to go on these, you know, those crappy streaming sites full of fake yeah, links and ads and oh man, wires is probably <laughs> yeah. And there's so many people who just want to. Even pay to see see the One Piece anime, me included. I I was gonna try and just go and pay for access, so I I went to this uh, Funimation dot com, um, mm. which is the American company who has a license in America for One Piece. Yeah. Uh, so I had to download like a uh, what's that called like a VPN. Yeah. To to give <laughs> to give myself a fake IP address from the USA, mm. and then I was able to come in and like and. Keep in mind that this is all for me to pay for a subscription. Yeah. I'm doing illegal VPNing to pay for a product, yeah. and they're gonna do it. They're gonna try to stop me. <laughs> so then I was like, "Yeah, register an account. Oh yeah, finally I can pay to watch One Piece, my favorite fucking series." And then when I get to like the checkout, um, I get to redirected, and mm. even the redirect site was like ah that's not an american ip address so i was stopped in like right. checkout because so you couldn't use your credit cards or whatever, like yeah uh, so uh i thought the vpn had solved the problem but it only solved it for like the main site mm. but it didn't solve it for the redirect so site. you have to go to the americas yeah. and <laughs> pay for it yeah and then go back and use your vpn to much. screen it or stream it yeah and st- still then I could do that pay every month to have access to it and then but suddenly it could just stop working because yeah. those VPN programs are always one step ahead of, of yeah. like the security 
But that sucks, because uh, I went online, like, how can I watch One Piece? And it's like, oh, it's easy now. There are several ways you can do it. You can do it from these sites, and all those sites are, like, US only. Uh, uh, or uh, at least not Scandinavia. Uh, oh, well, so... Uh, I guess you just have to read the manga, then, I guess. Maybe, because that's easier to get a hold of. Mm, yeah, much easier. So, in my desperation to for entertainment, <laughs> I uh, went on Netflix and saw what was on. <laughs> and you're gonna love this, uh, Lars. Oh, you watched uh, Star Trek: The Next Generation. I, I did not. Oh. I watched the new Adam Sandler stand-up. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> a stand-up. He has a brand oh new twenty eighteen. Is he even funny? I mean, I think he is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, isn't he like the least funny comedian? <laughs> maybe it's just not funny in movies. Maybe. Or... Yeah. Well, you, you still have to like. It's a special kind of humor, so it's it's probably probably you yeah. wouldn't like it. But uh, well, I've never seen any of his stand up. I only seen his movies, which are all pretty bad. It's um, more kind of actually, it's more like music than jokes because it's really strange because he he plays a lot of instruments. Uh, apparently, do you know that? Yeah, so I his heard show... he's like super talented in lots of things, loads of things. But really. Uh, and yeah. then he doesn't show through his movies. So that's that's true. <laughs> no, so what, how this starts out is like, uh, you know, he's, he's like over 50, but he still looks almost the same. And, <laughs> he's uh, like a teenager. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> and uh, he's, uh, he kind of picks up a guitar and starts playing, and he has this guy with him doing the keyboard and like uh, oh, okay. ad-libbing when he sings. And all his songs are just small jokes in song form, which some are just... So for me, they're hilarious, but you have to like that old, oh, I cracked my grandma's ribs trying to give her Heimlich, haha. It's like, <laughs> it's a very, it's, uh, yeah. it's just that form of humor, you know? You know when Adam's sure. in Happy Gilmore, which I'm sure you. you yeah, yeah, I've seen them all. You know when he gets in a fight with the old guy on the golf court, <laughs> and he's like, yeah. I'm gonna break your ass, old man! It's just, it's just Adam Sandler humor. I love it. <laughs> yeah, that's that kind of thing. Isn't it? Uh, I feel like it always, he always fights an old man or yeah. a woman in every movie. Yeah, yeah. He's in. Exactly. That's like a thing. <laughs> and uh, no, but he's, it, it was, it was all right. It was, it was pretty funny most of it. Like, and he has this like his song. He says like, uh, I mean, uh, well, I don't know how I remember the tune, but the thing is, like, the song was like. I'm on an airplane, and suddenly uh, the pilot's having a heart attack. So, we need a hero! And of course, I stand up and salute. I'm ready to take the cockpit. And this guy says, but I'm a doctor. And I said, shut up and sit down! Because I'm a hero! (laughs) And then I go in, and I take... The stewardesses kiss me, and I go in and grab the controls. And I crash right into the mountain, because I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) Yeah, those kind sounds, of like sounds like, and, <laughs> and he starts again immediately with exactly the same story, just different. We're on the train, and uh, the drive, uh, the conductor suddenly has a, and I take the controls, and I we all die because I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, just sure. silly, silly humor. So I watched that. Speaking I'll of, send you the uh, link if you like. No, thank you. <laughs> Speaking of good stand-up, mm-hmm. uh, so like on Twitter, a guy had made like a stand-up bot. Oh. Right? So, uh, and it's funny because he made the bot watch like 10,000 hours of stand-up. Oh, wow, yeah. And then he writes his own stand-up. 
Sort of. Ooh, interesting. So <laughs> it was kind of funny because you know how stand-up com- comedians they like they tell a joke and then they like they address the audience like yeah this guy got it like uh, yeah, yeah that's yeah. good that, <laughs> she, she liked that like something like that and that <laughs> robot it says that all the time. <laughs> oh really? It has a joke or some uh, subscription. Mm-hmm. Some of the jokes are actually funny, mm-hmm. just weird. And then it's like yeah this guy got it. This <laughs> which is kind of funny. <laughs> I like oh, that. Wow. Yeah. So, um, and then uh, back to you. Any more uh, movies, books? Uh, yeah. No, I'm. Uh, well, I'm. I'm still. Uh, I. Ha- you know, when I run out of something to watch, mm-hmm. uh, or if I don't want to watch anything, I default to Star Trek: The Next Generation, which, uh, which is pretty much. Aren't what you I've done been. with it? I watched it several times, but yeah. the, that's the thing. Oh, yeah. I'm, I only watched it when I was a kid. I saw it like on Sundays. It was like on the, in the middle oh, of the day, yeah. you know. So I saw as some episodes I never seen before, oh. and some I have. So it's kind I of a see. mix. But okay. um, that's cool. But so now it's on Netflix. So I can I can just watch them all. And you haven't. So you're not sure if you watched everything yet. Like, no, I'm not sure how much a, I missed. There might be a nugget in there. Yeah, there was always something good. Yeah. And I mean, I can't remember half of what I saw when I was mm. younger. Anyway, that's cool. Um, what's else? Oh yeah, I watched the eighteen movie. Yeah, I have seen that as well. <laughs> Pretty good. That was uh, interesting. Did you see that scene uh, when they're in the car and there's a guy, there's two agents or something, mm-hmm. and they have like the bad guy in between them, and he's trying to put on a silencer. Yeah, yeah. And he keeps dropping it. I just love that actor. He's like he's he has the perfect. His, his the, act, acting is perfect. The guy who loses the silence. Oh thing. yeah, the nerdy guy. Yeah. Sort of. I just yeah, love cause, him. Because the thing about him is, um, the first time you see him, he's part of like he's they're gonna they're um, they're gonna uh, infiltrate this train station to obviously try and kill this the female agent. Yeah. And he's a part of that assassination squad. Mm. So the first time you see him, he just looks like. You know, he looks a bit nerdy, glasses on. Yeah, but, but he's you, professional. You, you just assume he's like a professional stone-cold mm. killer, right? <laughs> and then, yeah, next time you see him, he's in the car, <laughs> fumbling the silencer. And this guy in the middle is like, are you gonna... What the fuck? <laughs> how, how are you handling that gun? Don't, don't point it at me. Quick, sort of. But I like that the nerdy guy, he, he just ignores he's the very bad stone guy. Face, he's very yeah. stone-faced, just, yeah, yeah I'm, gonna, I'm gonna try, I'm gonna do yeah. my best. Uh, just, don't, don't bother me. <laughs> he's <laughs> like, he doesn't oh, say anything. <laughs> It's like he doesn't want to give away that he's not the stone cold killer. Yeah. It's like, yeah, 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 just fumble it. Everyone can you know it can happen to the best. That's why I'm a professional. Yeah. <laughs> and then he, the other guy, gets a phone call, and he holds the phone to one ear and the gun to the other. Not, not like he's, he's not holding the muzzle to his ear, but he's uh, holding it uh, kind of like a phone. And then the, the hostage is like, pick one, pick the phone or the gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. That's scene. actually really funny. Um, yeah, well, kind of fun for those who have had grown up with a team. Yeah, I guess. Uh, but, uh, I'm not sure how. Uh, I mean, I guess it's a good movie if you haven't. Uh, I wouldn't say good movie, but uh, a detaining movie if you haven't seen a team before. But yeah. it's kind of cool to see like uh, the, the references they're trying to make. Yeah, sometimes unsuccessfully. But, I thought. I thought. Um, uh, Hannibal was good. I mean, the guy playing yeah. Hannibal is um, pretty awesome. He's from, uh, Liam Neeson, isn't it? Yeah, from all those Taken yeah, movies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so now his Taken team got. got taken. So yeah, <laughs> to take it back. <laughs> I think he was a good Hannibal. And did you see in the end they actually had cameos like after the um, subtitles? The t- I can't remember it, but no, yeah. not the subtitles. I mean the credits. 
Yeah. Um, they had uh, two short ser- uh, scenes. One is, is where uh, Face, because uh, they all end up in jail again, don't they? Or yeah, I suppose. They I have to serve remember. time, at least, in the end. Right. Spoiler, at least. But, <laughs> yeah. but it, it still ends well, sort of. But Well, you yeah. see Face walking around in, in uh, he's like in a bathrobe or something. He's going to do a, some sort of... Uh, like solarium, like either a spray tan or because he's like, oh, a, yeah. you know, he's one, one of those, those guys. Uh, <laughs> and out of like the of the like the solarium or this t- tanning machine or whatever is the original actor oh, for right. face. And it's, and the guy was like, "How do you keep uh, you know how do you how do you keep so fit?" And he's like, "Yeah, the secret is don't touch the face, yeah, or something <laughs> like that." And you can really see. And I was like, "Oh yeah, that's the original guy. That's the original face." <laughs> and also. There's two scenes, and the other is uh, with a new Murdoch. He's in like the at the doctor, so they're. Uh, oh, the yeah. lights just went out again. The lights. Oh, all of the lights, all of the lights. Come on, Lars, wave your wave your arms. I'm too small. <laughs> We're too short. <laughs> we need someone over six foot to come in here and. Here we go. Jump a little bit. That helps. Yeah, we just we spoke about this earlier. The, these light sensors—they're not for five foot seven guys. No, they're not. Six feet, <laughs> sharp. <laughs> so and it's um, oh, the new Murdoch is like uh, is, is like they're doing a psych ev- like evaluation, and uh, it's uh, the old Murdoch who's the doctor. Oh, yeah. So um, <laughs> I can't remember any of the cameos. But B. A. Barakis was not in there. I don't know. Don't know why. I did a yeah, wiki he's, search and he's, he's still alive, apparently. He's still alive, but you know, it'd be too expensive to have him back. You know, he's a very <laughs> successful, uh, very guy. successful actor. Yeah. <laughs> well, that gold. Oh well, yeah, know. maybe uh, yeah, that's true. But uh, and of course, uh, Hannibal would not have been there because he allegedly is a sexist jerk, and he's totally. also dead. What? I think. Really? I think the actor is dead. Well, that's that's the easy explanation. <laughs> but yeah, he was also a sexist. Jerk asshole. So maybe they well. didn't want him back in any way, <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, he died. Well, that's cool because, phew, maybe they we don't have to do maybe. that." Uh, like awkward explanation. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. Good one. Actually, uh, I saw, uh, um, you know, so uh, Batman and Robin here, right? The movie. Yeah, the, uh, like with the, the Arnold and all that stuff. With the the oh, the Ice Man or whatever. Yeah, the Mister Doctor Mister Freeze. Mr. Freeze. Mr. Freeze is it? Oh. Um, and it's funny when uh, Poison Ivy she puts like a spell on Batman and Robin at one of these auctions where they auction off like beautiful women uh, for like dates okay. like a really sexist thing I guess but Batman's in it it's like an escort uh, thing or not an, it's like it's, it's not, not for sex for, it's for charity no no not, not for sex it's like a charity thing like you know you yeah. you have like attractive women and you know rich people well, I it's guess. like an yeah. escort service if you if you take out the sex part, you know, it's, I mean, there <laughs> yeah, must be the original... And not the charity things, uh, I guess, as well. But still, it's still yeah. dubious and sexist and yeah, horrible stuff. Of course, yeah, but it's like, bring a hot chick to dinner with you. Like, yeah, pretty much. No strings attached. But then, a Poison Ivy has like a spell, sort of like a drug, I guess, because yeah. she has like flower things, so it's like a Is it something that aphrodisiac they, thingy. Do they, like, do they like breathe it in? Or yeah, they breathe in or she kissed them or something. I can't, I can't, I can't remember how it actually... I do remember her doing that, but I'm, I, I yeah. assume she doesn't go around kissing everyone. <laughs> it would be give away the, the, the secret pretty quick. I think she blows like a powder in her face. Yeah, that sounds about right. But anyway, uh, uh, you know, and then they all, then Batman and Robin starts to bid on her. 
you know, because okay, I guess that's yeah. the part of the spell. <laughs> and, uh, and you know, that's that's cool because Batman has a lot of money, so he can he can bid like millions. Yeah. But then ba- Robin starts to bid millions as well. <laughs> where, where where does Robin get the money from? He doesn't have any money. He oh. lives with Batman that's or Bruce weird. Wayne. Yeah. I mean, it makes no sense. It's like uh, Batman's like two million, and then Robin's like four million. <laughs> what are you? You're a kid. You're a kid. Go away. <laughs> like, couldn't the Batman just said, "I pay you." Yeah. I mean, you live in my house. <laughs> you, yeah. you have nothing. I'm sure he could have shut him down pretty quick. If yeah. He, uh, Unless yeah. his, uh, uh, you know, circus parents were like super rich and he inherited a lot as well. But mm. why is he then living at Bruce Wayne's? Why is he Bruce Wayne's ward? Saving money, I guess. <laughs> and then, of course, the big reveal: Batman has a bat uh, credit card. You know, that's uh, yeah, that's that's apparently a thing. Yeah, it's like shaped like a bat. Slightly, uh, it's not, but it has like the Batman logo on it. It's okay. black. Yeah. I mean, how stupid is that? <laughs> how I'm not Batman. I just have his trade card. <laughs> One of a kind. Maybe. How did you register for that? <laughs> I was like, why? Why do you assume Batman has money at all? Mm-hmm. I mean, why would you give Batman credit? Yeah, I mean, which bank? You don't know who he is? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mr. Batman. <laughs> yes, okay. Uh, address? Unknown. Uh, oh, the Batcave. I see. Yeah. Phone number? No? Okay. Look for the light. I, I guess, see. I guess all you know is that he has a fancy car. Yeah. And sometimes a fancy plane. Do you a think, bat plane. Do you think he could have put up those for... What's it called? A like collateral? Like uh, like the chassis yeah, number yeah. of the car, maybe. But that must be secret. That's like it's so it weird. Should be, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, the, a back credit card is probably the stupidest thing I ever heard. But yeah, the, but even stupid is that Robin actually bids. In the, it's like why would he even? Oh. Such a weird oh. movie, isn't it? I don't like those '90s Batman movies. Nah, they're, they're, they're all pretty so bad. Crap. I, I mean, even even the one with uh, Jack Nicholson as Joker. I never yeah. liked him as Joker. No. I, I, I think it's just Purple silly. face, isn't it? Yeah, I never liked him as a Joker at all. Uh, actually, the second one, I think, is the is the best one with the penguin. I actually like that one. That's almost 80s, isn't it? Like 80s, 90s? Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's in the beginning of the 90s, I think. Because mm. that's a bit creepy, kind of. Yeah, it's uh, like very dark and uh, creepy. Mm. And uh, the penguin is kind of a cool character, and I think... Mm. Uh, who is it, Danny DeVito? Or yeah, I think it is. He is the penguin, and he was, does a uh, good job. Yeah, that's that's true. But it's very uh, Tim Burton, though, which is yeah. which is at this point is a bit negative because you've seen it so many times. Yeah, it's sort of it's like the same thing over and over again. You know, the 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 scenery is the same. It's like mm. a bit everything. Every, all the houses are a bit crooked. Yeah, I see. It's like, uh, so it's a bit weird, but yeah, I think that's the best one and. Uh, Jack Nicholson as the Joker, I never liked him, and uh, I, I know people say he's good, uh, but I'm not sure mm. if people actually, you know, thought it true or uh, properly. I'm not sure what makes him a good Joker. Uh, he's he's not doing anything. Just because he's Jack Nicholson, I guess of? so. Yeah, doing he could just put on a Joker face and do all his lines from The Shining. Here's <laughs> yeah. here's Joker, <laughs> and everyone would praise him. Oh, he's so great. <laughs> But it's so intense. Uh, I think the only good thing about the first uh, Batman movie is like the uh, sort of the plot with the Joker gas. I think it's a bit funny when they mm-hmm. they become like these smiling lunatics when they get yeah. the gas. It's kind of funny. Yeah, that's pretty fun. But yeah, it's uh, and, uh, yeah. I, I think the second one is the only one I actually liked from the from mm. those old ones, nineties ones. Yeah, sounds about right. So back to me. 
Uh, I have read quite a bit of the book, the Mantica Tales, uh, Tales of Mantica, uh, Edge of the Abyss. Hang on, I ordered that one. Did I ever um, receive it? Didn't you order it way before I yeah. did? I just got mine through V-Dog. Hmm. Did you get uh, hustled? No. Or I did you so. get a? Did you get like a, a pickup slip and then you never? Pick, <laughs> is it on its way back to wherever be. it's from? I should check that out actually. Yeah. Um, I've read about half the book, um, mm. and it's all right. It's like a, you know, I always just read before I go to sleep anyway. So um, yeah, but uh, and these are short stories, which I probably knew beforehand. But um, the short story, I, I, I think we're. I'm just really excited for a book that's not a collection of short stories because mm. you, you need time to build up characters sometimes, and it you can't. Yeah. And these short stories have a very often they just power through that whole character build because they yeah. have to have time to actually tell a little story <laughs> and maybe a bit of an ad- abrupt uh, ending as well sometimes I don't yeah think. so um, but it's been alright I really liked um, the story about the halflings I think it's been mostly praised at the, as the best story in the book halflings gets mm. hired to to fight like Ratkin in the sewer system of a oh. of a Rordia <laughs> city, it's really good. That makes sense. It's really good. Yeah, because yeah. they can they can stand upright in the sewer, yeah. so it's it's logical and uh, and even Ratkin can't stand upright at no, all. No, but they're so hunched anyway. So yeah, that's, yeah. that's <laughs> <laughs> but that was a good one, and um, I kind of uh, you know I kind of liked a couple of them, and but it's like I just read quickly through them, and uh, it's all right. But um, I'm not I'm not hating it. No, I mean it's it's good that they're producing something. It's uh... yeah, and you know I think the the best part. I mean yes, you can probably criticize many or most of them for because they're written by. I don't think they're written by like professional authors. Any of them, or at least most of them, are not. Yeah. It's, it's people who kind of do hobby, like hobby writing almost. They have mm. written many of them. Um, I think you can tell which one are are written by like the more professionalists. Is where you kind yeah. of gets. You can you can kind of get a feel for it, but anyway, um, I was gonna make a point, but I forgot it. Oh yes, uh, regardless of if you can like find flaws here or there, I think in either way it's cool because you find small, like <coughs> small factoids or like yeah. uh, tidbits about like uh, Basileia or uh, Brotherhood, or you can. So if you have a couple of favorite factions, you will you will get small things like small facts that you can you will yeah. appreciate them. Yeah, and that's the thing about you know producing these kind of books. People, uh, the players or fans or whatever, they will get like yeah, a little bit of backstory which they can use themselves. And in the, when they produce a next book, mm-hmm. you know the same things hopefully will you know reappear from mm-hmm. that time. So yeah. they get like a cohesive uh, world sort of because right yeah. now it's very much just a map, isn't it? Yep. <laughs> Not much more than that. Yeah, it's like they started like coloring in the edges now a little bit. Yeah. Which is fun. Um I hope so. for a black and white map next. I think those look cool. Like yeah. Yeah, not necessarily black and white but like old style sort of mm-hmm. uh, cartography uh, sort of look. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. So you don't necessarily need to see where where is it green and where is it brown. It's yeah. more like uh, illustrations for forest. If it's a very dense yeah. forest, you just have a couple, like a couple of trees, and yeah, it says like, like yeah. the black forest <laughs> or something. And like mountains are just peaks. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That's a pretty cool thing. No, but I'm, um, I'm getting through that, and uh, I'm enjoying it. It was a decent, it was a fair price, and also, 
Mm. So it was cool. And uh, I've already spoken about uh, my audiobooks, so don't need to go into that too much, uh, I think. No? Yeah. But, uh, Maybe a break. Little break, refill on coffee, perhaps. Yes. And then we can come back with the door fact. Oh, yes. Unless you have more on other entertainment. I don't think so. I think right. we had a long, good... It's long enough. Run. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Dwarf fact. Alright, so after a, a pretty big uh, other entertainment segment, then, uh, yeah. maybe we are ready for the dwarf fact of today. Uh, yeah, sure. I was actually thinking about one thing, about, you know, the movie Twister? Uh, yeah, my wife loves that movie. She's like, yeah, it's like the movie she watches as a backup whenever <laughs> she has run out of movies. She watches <laughs> Twister. Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's an old movie. It's not, uh, it's not my favorite, but uh, you know, it's uh, it's a fun movie. <laughs> but it's kind of funny how they, they always, uh, you know, that main group. They're like sort of, I guess they're like just bankrupt uh, people just looking for tomatoes or something. They don't yeah. take any money apparently because the bad guy. He's like he's like taking sponsors, right? Yeah, we've I, I, we've spoke about this you and me at least before. Ah, yeah, we might have mentioned about it on the like I don't know if we mentioned it on the cast. Yeah, but you mean like that? It's like evil corporate scientists. Yeah, but the thing is, <laughs> why is he evil? I mean, all he's doing is taking money. If if those uh, main characters, all they care about is science. That's what they're saying. Like, yeah. we just care about science. We don't care about money. But is he getting rich off this? I mean, he's just trying to... He, he's trying to do the same thing. Yeah. He's just getting money doing it. Where's the crime? Doesn't most... Or doesn't many, like, science projects rely on some sort of grant yeah, or... Exactly, yeah. uh, or a scholarship? Even if it's corporate. I mean, <laughs> the, the result is what matters, isn't it? So, if, let's say if you're a scientist and you get a scholarship to research cancer... Or mm. something like, are you a corporate <laughs> scientist? You go home to where you came from. You're supposed to be poor and uh, struggling. I guess in a sense, I mean, it mean that the, the result would not, you know, you have no sort of reason or agenda to change the results. But nowhere in the movie do you, do you get the feeling that that guy who takes sponsors uh, would change the results. He's just trying to do mm-hmm. what they do just with money. Yeah, and he even had the same machine that he apparently stole. So but I mean, the, then it kind of becomes a race for getting the credit, almost. Uh, yeah, getting credit. So is that what it's all about? It seems like getting it. the credit for yeah. it, like finding us. So I guess their pride is in the way of science. <laughs> it was just—it's just strange, I think. But um, how did you get that in your head now? I don't know. I have it written down in my uh, my notes. You see, uh, it's a long time since I saw the movie, but. I had like that written down for some reason. Oh yeah, okay. So I just uh, <laughs> wanted to cover that. <laughs> this is this a dwarf fact about <laughs> science? <laughs> dwarf tornadoes, which is a horrifying. Do thing. dwarf uh, don't care about the, the credits? I mean, I, I suppose dwarf scientists. I mean, they would probably be sponsored by like the dwarf realm, right? Why else would they mm-hmm. do anything? I mean, unless mm-hmm. it was for common good. So it's so at some point. They must be hoping for some sort of compensation or, uh, I guess, yeah. I mean, even if it's not money or gold, just, you know, to, I mean, th- every dwarf live in a dwarf society, right? And they're very, mm-hmm. they're very loyal to that society. Yeah. So I'm, I'm guessing, like, if there's a dwarf scientist, he's somehow sponsored by the king of that realm, sort of? Probably. Because, you know, yeah, you're the official scientist, you know, 
because they like to have control everything <laughs> as well. Yeah. So I guess the culture would be more, you know, yeah, you are, you're an official scientist, you know, you're not. Oh so my God, don't do... I think how you realize how much that could backfire if the king is like a horrible king. He'll be like, "You scientist, yes sir, yeah. you figure this out. Yeah. Ah, yes sir. <laughs> if you don't figure it out, then I'll off with his head." He's like, "Yeah, it could be. Uh, Turn this into gold right but, now." But isn't that the feeling you get from uh, the stories of Mantica about that evil emperor dwarf, mm. which is not evil? Uh, but it's portrayed like sort of evil. I can't remember his name right now. Isn't that like King Golok? Like Golok's yeah, Golok, yeah, yeah, Golok's fear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, yeah, you get to feel like he's not, if not evil, he's like, he's sort of corporate, isn't it? He's <laughs> a <laughs> corporate dwarf. <laughs> CEO of the realm. Golok. And I guess those free dwarfs are like those guys in Twister who just refuse to take any sponsors. <laughs> we just care about science. <laughs> oh, oh, fuck you. <laughs> Nice science dwarfs. Anyway, for an actual dwarf fact this mm-hmm. time, uh, you know how um, you know when you you work in the mines, <laughs> of course, <laughs> like someone working in mines or work in general, mm-hmm. you get sweaty mm-hmm. and there would get dirt in your beard and uh, on your body in general. You know, uh, yep. dwarfs can dwarf candy is actually you know produced. And uh, while dwarves are working, they they will chip away on a rock with their pickaxe, yeah. you know, and and the pebbles will scatter into their beard, yeah. where they will actually stay for quite some time, many years, uh, in fact. Oh wow! And they will just savor up all the sweat from the beard, salty taste, and you know all, when they eat, you know the chicken juices, grease, will, uh, yeah, will uh, <laughs> flow into their beard and all that stuff. Oh yeah. So you know, after a while, they will just naturally fall off the beard after like making their way slowly through the entire yeah, exactly. length of the beard it's like an evolution of uh, a candy <laughs> so and then they drop on the floor and then dwarf kids will run you know off the miners coming home from their the mines yeah. just hoping to find uh, some uh, pebbles that uh, had actually turned into candy which wow. they can suck on to su- of co- and then of course they suck all the minerals out. Yeah, that's as well. As yeah, a that's a bonus. Just yeah. with uh, so, that was your first dwarf fact, I believe. How they yeah. suck on rocks, <laughs> get all the salt. So that's a, that's not a way. Uh, so that, you know to get to get nourishment to kids, wow. dwarf kids, that's and also uh, you know and um, uh, the thing is uh, since since it's rocks already, mm-hmm. you know that could be reused in like uh, some sort of stew. You know they just spit the spit the rock out. Mm-hmm. In the in the in the pot, and they can uh, cook it up. <laughs> cook on stew. rocks. Yeah. Rock soup. Ro- rock soup and uh, rock stew. Wow. So that's pretty amazing. But uh, of that's course, what... I assume this is candy that they can't swallow it, right? They should, of course, suck all the minerals out and then spit yeah, it out. It's like gum, you know. You shouldn't swallow it. You know? Oh yeah, and some kids yeah. they just won't listen. That Tommy. Timmy. So they have uh, they have that thing that all mothers warn about. A little collection of rocks in their somewhere in their stomach, you know, somewhere yeah. in your stomach. Is there for seven years? It's a pile of rocks, and it never comes out. And then, of <laughs> course, uh, Mike, he had to do pop rocks and coke at the same time, you know, and his stomach exploded. Do <laughs> <laughs> you remember that myth? <laughs> it's like Mentos and Diet Coke. Or? Yeah, it's like uh, pop rocks and coke at the same time. Your stomach would expose, explode. I don't 
really recall it like that, but it, m- it must be so, like uh, something. Uh, I just get the whole Mentos uh, shooting out yeah. Pepsi. Yes, that's another thing you shouldn't do. Hmm. <laughs> so maybe you get like projectile vomit if you drink Pepsi. <laughs> If you have a stomach full of those dwarf rocks, well, <laughs> well, have, you know, someone must have tried to do like Mentos and then drinking a lot of uh, Pepsi, Pepsi yeah, or whatever. Probably. And then, I mean, would it be a reaction? I don't know. Maybe the stomach. You have to swallow the Mentos. The stomach will probably stop it. <laughs> I guess. Really? That was a nice juicy tidbit of a dwarf fact. Yeah. Literally. And of course, when you're a grown dwarf, you have no interest for these uh, sweets. Mm. So you just stick to normal rocks. So um, for nourishment. Yeah, because you know, you as you grow older, you you like things more, a bit more salty. You know, sweets uh, are more for children. So, yeah, exactly. Uh, the, I assume the oldest dwarfs they like just plain old, grey granite. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they just uh, <laughs> sucking on these. Uh, what what do they call like in the case? Fuck, I always forget the name. What those uh, things sticking yeah. in the stalactites? Stalactites, or what's the other one? <laughs> the stalagmite. Stalagmite. <laughs> which which is which? I mean, why do they make two uh, names that are so hard like, and so similar to explain like the same thing, I just reverse? Oh, never re- recall which is stalactites. <laughs> My God, yeah, just sit sit next to one of those in the old folks' home and just suck on them. <laughs> what break off a huge one of those? <laughs> like a gobstopper. <laughs> Big stalling, stalling might. <laughs> but does does it go anywhere, or does it just get reduced to like non-mineral rock? The stalling might. Yeah, I guess they are. You know, after enough enough sucking and licking, it just you know wear off. <laughs> okay, yeah, I guess. Dwarf tongue is quite robust, I imagine. Oh, is it like sa- is it like a cat's tongue? It's like yeah, sandpaper. Probably. <laughs> yeah, they're actually like cats. That's where oh, they come wow. from. That's Cat a lot dwarf. of bonus info in this one. <laughs> right, so, but don't dwarfs, like, don't they trim their, their beards? I mean, are their beards just so large that these small pebbles, they just impossible to get them out once they get in? Yeah, there's no point trying, I don't think. You would totally mess up your braids and all that. Yeah, why would dwarfs comb their beard, really? Realistically. No, maybe they don't. They usually just have a... Big, but they must braid it at some point. Yeah, maybe if they have to, yeah. If it gets too long, so they don't strip on it. But if these nuggets are a bit sticky, then they probably hide very well. Yeah, they're in there. <coughs> cool. in, the, in the back. Close to the skin. I think this was a good dwarf fact, Lars. Yeah, very, very nice. It's, uh, very intricate. And it made me in the mood for some candy. <laughs> like gumdrops or whatever it's called. <laughs> Games and hobby. Yes. So, uh, you did mention earlier that you had a Vanguard game. So, uh, yeah. I guess we got that out of the way. <laughs> um, uh, I played yeah. uh, five games when I was in Bergen, of course, at the Reign at of the Kings, Reign of Kings yeah. where I, I actually was there, uh, despite yeah, your allegedly, d- despite you doubting me at every turn. <laughs> Um, yeah, so uh, I got my feel like that. It's nice to go to a tournament and just get loads of games yeah, in, and then you're kind of satisfied for a while after that. That's a plus <laughs> thing, isn't it? Yeah, and it's so rapid, rapid games, uh, and then over a short 
period of time mm -hmm. as well. And again, in a room with the same people, we get like a little bit of uh, social thing going on as well. Yep. And Pretty I good. did get to play uh, a couple of guys from Bergen. Uh, oh, I didn't actually prepare for this because I did speak about it on the Norwegian cast, but... Uh, let's see if I can remember my opponents. I am pretty bad at this. But you brought like a, a cheesy list, didn't you? I did. Made by someone from Bergen. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> I brought the list that came in like first or second place last year. <laughs> and wow. I did horribly. Oh, I tanked. So it turns out it's not just a list, is no, it? No, it's the player. 90% uh, yeah. player, 10% army. Yeah, I think so. No, it, it went surprisingly bad, actually. I'm not going to say I was disappointed, but <laughs> I was uh, a little bit surprised. In like, like, why am I not winning? This list is good. I know it's good. <laughs> I even beaten Thomas B.A. with that list. I like sometimes when you play, and people are watch spectating, so some people just whispering, like, why did you do that? <laughs> what? <laughs> no. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Sometimes you make some strange choices. I'm sure everyone yeah. does, but... Is, is this where I can hide behind the... Like you say, <laughs> well, it's because I'm role-playing. <laughs> yeah, you could, yeah. Sure. And the, what I do know for a fact is that people often get surprised at how many tips I give them. Like, I, I, help, game, yeah. I help the opponent. Mm. Like, um, ooh, we sh maybe you don't want to go there because I can flank you if you go there. So yeah. you might want to consider doing it. And then, oh, yeah, okay, that's cool. Thanks for that. Uh, I do the same. Especially yeah. if I play against someone I don't know very mm -hmm. well. Uh, and, I, and, and also if I play against people I know, but I also know only plays like once a year. Yeah, yeah, sure. I, there's a difference in the, yeah, in, the, in the skill level, I guess. If I play a guy I know is like really good and he's going to crush me like... 99% sure, then of course I don't give him too many tips because yeah. I'm sure he doesn't need any help from me. Or people that's not very good, but I know are assholes and will probably beat <laughs> me anyway, like I will. Yeah. yeah. I would not <laughs> well, give him any tips. Well, not to derail too far. In, in Bergen, let's see if I can recall, I played a, a guy called Christian in my first game. He's from Bergen. Which army? Uh, which army did you play? Played, I, undead. I played Undead, undead. yeah. Um, he played ogres, uh, and uh, your dreaded uh, yeah, enemy. Yeah, I hate playing ogres. So. <laughs> and uh, also, I played uh, Jürgen. He played the kings of men, mm. uh, and I played Jan. He also played ogres. Nice. Then I actually played Thomas uh, Riesberg for my game for one game. Let's see. And my last game. Riesberg had what which army? Is he Riesberg played uh, Abyssal Dwarfs. All right, that's right. Yeah. Oh, and I played Halvar for my... Uh, for uh, Not my... Uh, yeah, that was my last game, actually. Um, mm. So it was a good... I got to play uh, three from Bergen. Or four, let's see. Christian Bergen, Jan, uh, Jürgen... No, four from Bergen and only Thomas yeah. from Oslo. That was a very good... Uh, yeah, uh, good haul. you don't usually play against them. Mm -hmm. So that was cool. And other new hobby news, because I'm not, I'm not gonna go through all the games and stuff, because ah, yeah, but, it's a uh, bit too late for that. But it was it was nice, and uh, I enjoyed it very. Do you much. have any comments on the army though, like what what any special 
uh, epic moments or anything similar? I actually have something written down. Uh, I, uh, for we have later. an epic moment uh, segment, don't we? We do. So maybe we, we do. Spoil it I now. have one for that actually. Yeah. All right. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> and um, but other hobby related, I actually um, I'm moving my hobby room now in inside the apartment. That was a big bit of a project. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's so pretty cool actually. I've been all like up until now. I've been sitting in the like the storage room, basically. Yeah. Um, storage room slash emergency exit uh, yeah. hallway. Yeah, with the, <laughs> we have like extra freezer in there, and yeah. there's a lot of shit, really. Um, but now, uh, I've um, I've been allowed out into the light. <laughs> I'm no longer like reclusive inside my own little cave. I, uh, I moved into the living room. There's like a little... There's like a little like a little side room. There's not a door. It's like a curtain you can pull. <laughs> so I got my own little room now with uh, all my hobby stuff there and also my clothes. So I like, I basically got my own <laughs> got my own room. <laughs> <laughs> like back in your own room. That's pretty cool. So she can. It's, there's no bed there though. But uh, oh, I can, yeah. in theory, I can go to my room and I can uh, shut the curtain. Yeah, I can <laughs> shut. I can slam the curtain. Go away, mom. <laughs> Oh. So uh, that's pretty cool, uh, and there's a lot, lot more light because there's a huge window there, and uh, yeah, uh, not the dark, danky storage room. <laughs> and since there's no door, you can air out the glue uh, mm. into the living room. That's well, I can open the big window and not uh, suffocate on my super glue mm. anymore. That's actually a very good point, Lars. Yeah, it's a good worrying about that. You have, you know, sitting in that little room you use it in like a tiny little window which you never opened true yeah and all that glue <laughs> just wreaking havoc that could be you know you had some trouble with your throat maybe that was uh, like a reaction through the glue yeah i don't know it's it, it is connected i mean i have been getting reactions to the glue at least uh, mm. which were kind of but it could just be uh, some sort of asthmatic reaction to yeah. glue as well as other things but yeah I've, it's it's all I have been struggling a bit with the glue. It's an improvement anyway. Yeah, so I'm um, looking forward to that. Although, there's always some crap about moving, because I had a good system in there. Mm. And the system is not as good anymore, because I, I had more shelves in there than I do now. Yeah. I got uh, In trade, I got drawers. She donated a ah. little drawer section to me. But drawers... Like a makeup drawer thing? <laughs> no, a little bit bigger, <laughs> hopefully. I don't know, but... Um, it's not. It's it's not really practical for, you know. If you can't see it, if you have to pull out a drawer, like oh, what's in here? It's just mm. gonna. You know, stuff's gonna get like buried deep yeah. in the drawer. You know, um, but it's alright. Um, and also, I have a heated floor now uh, in that room. Ironically, Jens actually helped me to put uh, heating into the old yeah. hobby room so. just now this Saturday. <laughs> Just before you move, and then I moved out at the same time you moved. Yeah. yeah, so we did like mm-hmm. new floor, or not new floor, but we took up the floor, installed these heating uh, cables, and then put the floor down again. And then, like, yeah, we did it. And then Hanne, the wife, came home, and we're like, eh, we're gonna redecorate. So then I moved out <laughs> of the room anyway. But so that room is now like a still like a storage room, but there's a sofa, like a guest room, in there now, and yeah. the freezer is still in there. So if we have a guest, they can actually close the door because previously they had the curtain. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, maybe that's more better. Yeah, and so. like uh, you can go straight out, and there's a toilet right outside. 
the guest the new guest room now. Yeah. Which I guess is kind of handy as well. Yeah, it creates like a little unit. That would be like. my concern if I slept over at someone's like, where's the toilet? Uh, you know, yeah. I have to like they have to cross <laughs> yeah, like cross everyone else's room. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that's uh, exciting but uh, a bit crappy because now everything is in disarray because when we the last thing I did was to put my stuff in there because first we did like like a sofa and like larger stuff and then it was like 10 in the evening and I was like, oh fuck, uh, I just threw all my my stuff into drawers and you know, I had mm. just total chaos in my hobby stuff now. So yeah. actually a bit dis- I guess it takes time to yeah. settle properly. It's a bit depressing actually, I have to buy more drawers shelves and, and shelves <laughs> and like... Uh, Oh well. Yeah, well, that's I'm a project, sure it, isn't it? It will be fine. Yeah. But that was both games and hobby on my part. Yeah, uh, sure. I have not painted anything recently. So, and also every time I had a chance to paint, I've been just waiting to do this because you know, we, we mm. were I knew something was going to happen to that old room. So I've been just sort of, oh no, I don't want to start anything because <laughs> any time now we're going to start moving out yeah. the furniture. Don't want to be in the middle of a giant painting. Exactly. Painting a giant then... That's probably maybe the closest thing to a project. I've been taking up all the parts and like looking at them and stuff. Uh, and also I've been, t- oh, did I tell you this? I put t- took out my, because I won a Cronius at the Reign of Kings. Yeah, you said that, yeah. I'd, for some weird way, I won the favorite opponent. Yeah, that's a miracle. Yeah, didn't see that coming, <laughs> but uh, so maybe I was that nice to uh, giving tips to all everyone. Them, all them tips. Yeah, and all that losing. <laughs> yeah, probably. So up. yeah, it was great. I still think uh, at least one guy had more, probably had more favorites uh, opponent votes than me, but he won uh, best painted. And you could only have one prize. Yeah, they had this ah, system. So I, I still suspect I was at least <laughs> runner up. Yeah, well. You got the prize anyway. Yeah, I got so I got this Cronius, um, which is you know it's a cool mini. It's, it's surprisingly nice parts and very sh- cool resin and all. But mm. I'm really struggling to like what am I gonna use it for? Yeah, uh, I feel like yeah. I think we mentioned this uh, some. I other think time. we spoke off cast about it. Yeah, it's like it doesn't feel like a Cronus to me. Mm-hmm. It's more like just a big. Fire elemental or something. Yeah, it's like a. I mean, I I could use it like a giant. <laughs> it's yeah. like a big, clunky, strong, <laughs> Great muscular. Fire elemental, whatever. Yeah, even but even that, it's not really good because I I actually have that too because uh, yeah. my brother yeah, won sure. that at last year's conquest and he gave it to me, hoping I would make fix it for him. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a really that that has like this cool comes he comes out of like a little yeah, more flame isn't it? <laughs> yeah that's like a, it's like a bonfire almost and he comes up from it like <laughs> like breathing I like that <laughs> just spawn from above someone's bonfire <laughs> and you have a couple of guys like <laughs> run that would be a cool model man that's a good idea oh. if he, if he goes up to a seventy five base then that then that makes space for a couple of campers yeah to like sit in shock. <laughs> <laughs> but the Cronus is more like he has defined feet, like strong muscular legs, and like thump thump. It looks more like a Godzilla than it does. Uh, yeah. Than it does uh, fire elemental. He just has a lot of flaming going on in the back. Like, yeah. But so it's this weird combo. I like how it's made, but I don't like. I don't like the fit in the armies. If you know what I mean, it's like it's from a different game almost. 
uh, he would fit if there was a unit called a flame giant. Yeah. You know, something because, like that. Uh, because isn't Cronus, like, uh, in the fluff, like, some sort of celestial being or of some sort? I think it's like, it says something like, uh, these old spirits float around and yeah, uh, something like that. It's not very clear in the model that there's spirits involved. No, not um, at all. Uh, and yeah, except for for some reason, in the middle of his torso, it's like a demon face. Yeah. Which, why would you put it there if you wanted it to be a demon? You would. I mean, in the model, they they haven't even. They just painted that as like black. Like yeah, it's yeah. black. Like uh, it's not black armor, but it's like blackened. Uh, like uh, ash. Yeah, sort of something like that. Or and just with like. Like red charcoal, yeah, like black charcoal with like fiery effects inside. But they didn't really even bother to highlight the face, so mm. I'm not even sure if it's if it's supposed to be a face, or, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But if you when you see it, it's like that's a face. I'm gonna make like a demon face, but it's on his fucking torso. It's like Krang. It's like Krang, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. It's it's a, so, yeah. Because the reason I. I uh, thought about Cronus is that I actually did paint a little bit on him. Oh, I right. started painting. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to go with like red and white for like the charcoal, like uh, white mm. hot coals with like red underneath. Yeah, but it, right. I just can't make it work. It's like, I can't oh. make that work at the same time as making like a demon face, if you know what I mean. Yeah. It has to be either ethereal or like charcoal the whole thing. Yeah. If I do a mix, it just looks like it. Then it looks like Krang, basically from Turtles. It's like you put on a charcoal, charcoal body with arms and legs, and then walk me around, <laughs> transport me over here. Levers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's my games and hobby. Hmm. Have you painted anything recently? Yeah, Any I painted a little progress? bit more Dead Zone, like the yeah. like just the miniatures I have. Uh, but all my painting stuff, they're at the cabin, and I haven't really been at the cabin that much uh, oh, in the last, okay. uh, last month or so, so. So no progress on your zombie trolls? Not, not, not any more progress there, no. It's just, mm. yeah, missing, missing the face of one of them and an arm or something. And yeah. So it's, uh, it's getting there, no? Cool. Yeah, well, it's, of course, uh, if you don't even have your hobby stuff available, and that's going to no. cause problems. And when I get out there, it's like, I get there so late. Mm. Like, uh, last week, and I went out there uh, because uh, there were, we had guests and there was no room for me in, uh, like, the house because we had, a, had guests, so they took all the beds. Yeah. <laughs> Even though they tried to make, like, a bed for me, like, in the kitchen with, like, pillows. I was like, come on, I can't <laughs> sleep on that. <laughs> I'm not a cat. <laughs> so I just drove out to the cabin and slept there. But, you know, I got out there, like, you know, ten in the at night, so mm -hmm. you know it was. I couldn't really start painting then or do anything. And then mm -hmm. the next day, you know, I uh, I did some chores out there and I left. So yeah, yeah, it's sure. Like those kind of things been going on lately. Like yeah, I have only been there for like yeah a couple of hours at night, and that's it. Oh, busy man. Yeah, I've been busy, and uh, yeah, I guess you need your free time to do hobby time. That's kind of a. That's where yeah. that time comes from. It's like available time. Yeah, <laughs> you know, sometimes computer games are more important than uh, well, easier <laughs> at least. <laughs> oh well, no, so not a whole lot going on. Um, I'm just uh, glad I had uh, a tournament. So I had uh, have my conscience is clear. I played five games in the last month. Yeah. Yay. 
Pretty good. I haven't played the King's War for quite some time, actually. Conquest next, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, it should be 1995 points. Mm-hmm. You go in like the opposite direction of everyone else, it seems. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 2250. What's, What's the benefit of 2250? Because the benefit of uh, 1995 is that it's the rule of two instead of rule of three. Yeah. Uh, which I actually like. The, I think, the, but I I thought the the old lists were pretty hard because uh, twenty two fifty everyone everyone has brought a dragon in addition to their army. So yeah. if you're like us and don't really like flyers or uh, alpha strikers, then it was kind of just worse. <laughs> yeah, I guess if I had two hundred fifty more points, I guess I guess I could bring like something like that. But with goblins, what what do we bring then? Allied dragon. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> what 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 else? Like, uh, I I can't really. I have to buy a unit from from somewhere to get it. So I'm mm. sure. Uh, Jens just borrowed my ogre boomers. So right. his out his extra points went into a horde of ogre boomers. Yeah, sure. But then no dragon then still. No, but he had dragon already. That's true. So he just wanted more shooting. <laughs> That's an epic moment. And I was thinking we could do a, we could wrap it up with an epic moment. Wrap. Yeah, uh, sure. I have a suggestion. Can we? Do you think we could uh, introduce a new segment to the podcast? We don't have to do it every time, but we can do it sometimes. And I want to call it. Uh, at first, I was thinking to call it like just life moment. Okay. But it could also be called Seinfeld moment. Yeah, that's probably better. Because that's one of those, uh, and that's one of those moments that you and I very often speak about when we're together, yeah. like awkward situations that just happen in life yeah. th- that are not like outright hilarious, but they're funny in the sort of uh, uh, in the dynamic between people, you know? Yeah, like uh, it's socially awkward for some reason, yeah. even though the reason is not quite clear. Exactly. So. Uh, if it's okay with you, I, I would like to share a Seinfeld moment sure. for today's Go podcast. Cover it. It, George. All right. <laughs> okay, Jerry. I will. <laughs> so this is uh, I was at school this this week, and um, during lunch um, there was like three of us at the table, and uh, mm. I was actually kind of busy because we were working on this assignment, and we didn't have we didn't really have lunch at a fixed time. We just we were told to just take care of ourselves, you know, eat whenever you like, yeah. just. Make sure this uh, this uh, uh, whole whole paper is delivered by three o'clock or whatever. So I was sitting there, kind of just going sitting on the computer with my yeah. earplugs, and kind of, I was trying to actually give the impression that I wasn't interested in speaking because I was like, you know, looking at my computer and just uh, looking away. But these two other people came in and had their lunch, you know. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, fuck. I guess I have to kind of for <laughs> halfway yeah. interact with them, you know. Um, but uh, I'm sure they pretty soon realized I wasn't too interested, so um, they started chatting a bit, and um, and uh, you can notice that they not everyone is really acquainted with each other yet, because you know we yeah. we're all kind of strangers and we don't meet. We just meet, we meet three times a week, but uh, you know you you don't really make friends with everyone. But so these two, uh, this girl and this guy, they. Apparently was struggling a bit for uh, like like a topic to chat about, and uh, the guy he he resorted to showing her pictures of his children. 
okay. You know, which is a pretty safe topic, and yeah, sure. You had these cozy images of them being on like a, on the mountain, like there was snow and everything. They had uh, rented this cabin and idyllic. Yeah, thing. pretty idyllic. It was pretty nice, and and actually had showed me those photos the day before, so I had seen them and like, oh yeah, this yeah. is nice and. Um, but then you know he showed them and they spoke a bit about the kids and uh, and then he was done with his lunch so he packed up and he left, but uh, she was still there because she she hadn't finished her lunch yeah. yet. So she was expecting to see your children. And then, then of course you know she turned to me because I was the only one there, and I my act of not being interested had obviously failed because yeah. then she asked me, so do you have children? Yeah, of course. Classic. And I was you know and I was like, no, I don't. And then this conversation just died <laughs> completely, and she didn't know what to say, and just sort of started looking down to the table, and I was like, I- I'm not going to continue this conversation, because no, I was trying to give you the impression the whole time that I was not interested in any conversation. But weren't these people supposed to finish uh, the assignment as well? Yeah, but they just... Um, they wanted like a you know it, yeah, it, maybe they were at the point where they had done all, all the practical stuff and now they wanted to eat and then they wanted to do the, the theoretical afterwards. But yeah. I was I was a kind of ahead of the curve, so I I'd already started my practical stuff. No, the um, the writing I was way done uh-huh. with all the practical stuff. So anyway, then she, after I said no, I don't have kids, so she just didn't say anything, and I'm just there and feeling like I ruined the whole conversation. <laughs> So now the like the ultimate Seinfeld thing comes in, and that's um, that's that I felt forced to say something about kids. Yeah, you know, as if to prove that I actually do know about the concept <laughs> of children. Because the way I answered you know, her, yeah. it was like, the, like when I said no, it was almost like I said, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, you know, or like I don't care. Or yeah, and I so, and I was like, I, I want her to think like I don't care at all. Or that I'm actually ignorant about the concept of uh, of children, so I felt forced to say like, yeah, but um, I- I've seen those photos too, and uh, they were nice, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <See this photo? laughs> so you were talking about this, this guy's kids, but yeah, he wasn't even there. And then she was like, yeah, they were really nice, and I was like, <laughs> yeah, at the cabin, and it looked really nice. And then, but I still still don't have children. But but did she have children? Or? Yeah, I think she has two children too. Mm-hmm. But it was, and after that, it was just both of us. Both of us were like, "This is a strange topic now." We're, you know, <laughs> and I was like, "Why the fuck did I say that? I didn't have to say that. That was silly. Why am I talking?" <laughs> and then I just sort of, okay, I'm out. I'm, this conversation is over. <laughs> I'm not gonna sit here and defend no. uh, like my knowledge of. Of having kids, or that, or I don't need to say that I think it's nice, but I just currently don't have kids. You know, it just became really stupid. So, and then we, I think we both agreed to sort of to shut it down. <laughs> but the fact that I was like uh, compelled to to say more about the subject, it was it was such yeah, a, it was such a Seinfeld moment that I had to just. It's a silence, like, isn't it? You just. Mm. Uh... You have to say something, or yeah. else you, you feel like a jerk, sort of. Yeah. Well, that was my uh, moment. So next yes, time, sir. you ha- will have one of those uh, Seinfeld moments. If they come out. No? Well, they, they, we talk about them <laughs> yeah, all the time. Come, uh, but then you, you feel free to share it on the podcast. I had this one lady who thought I was speaking English on the, on the bus. 
Okay. She was asking something, and I wasn't sure. I was I wasn't sure if she didn't speak Norwegian or, uh, you know, so so she was talking to me in English and asking questions like, yeah. and I responded in English because I wasn't sure if she was Norwegian. Mm-hmm. And I guess she wasn't sure if I was either. But you know, she mm-hmm. started on in English for some reason. Yeah. Uh, so, but after a while, like I just tried to switch to Norwegian, and mm-hmm. she, she did speak Norwegian. It was like one of those, <laughs> you know, and, and like suddenly what? you've made the switch. Yeah, we made a switch, so and you we don't didn't mention it. Let's anymore. not mention that anymore. But that's the thing, like when you're on the bus and you have a question, make sure you ask that question before you are supposed to leave the bus or whatever. Yeah. You know, because she was on there for like ten minutes, and then I felt like I had to talk to her. I know. Yeah. Ten minutes is so annoying. Because then she has kind of initiated conversation. Yeah. Like, and you feel like, well, like I, I kind of know this person. Like one percent now, <laughs> so I guess I need to speak some more. It's kind of the same on an airplane. If they, yeah. if, they, if they say anything oh, to yeah. you, you're kind of obligated to say at least yeah. something during the flight. And then <laughs> I feel like one one person have to make like the the hard cut sort of yeah. like either put on earphones. That's a good one. Or That's a good just, gesture. Just say okay, but uh, you know I'm. Uh, I, I I'm can't gonna, talk to her. I'm going to sleep now. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, <laughs> or I'm trying to read this book. So, yeah. The worst is if you, you don't have a book, you don't have earplugs. Yeah. You just sort of. Uh, I just want to. I'm just going to look ahead and not speak for now. Is that all right? Okay. okay. Well, I guess that's sort of what you could have done with this lady at lunch. So you, you yeah. could have had like, yeah, I'm just going to put some music on. Yeah. Like, uh, just um I'm writing now. <laughs> Bye. I had the same that that you spoke about with the language with my um, many many of my awkward moments are with like hairdressers because because uh, okay. this was another hairdressing experience that I had where this lady was like uh, Russian or something originally but she did speak Norwegian but I heard that she with often switched well she often switched to English because I, I I was sitting there waiting for her to like finish up her previous customer or whatever mm-hmm. and I could hear that she always often switched to English when she was mm-hmm. unsure so I just I don't say I, I thought I don't, I'm just gonna speak English I don't want to need to switch halfway you know because yeah. I want her to understand what I'm what I'm asking for and all that um, but that then during the conversation other people would come in and she would say like hello in Norwegian to them so I was like oh okay oh yeah she does speak Norwegian so I'm, should I switch? No, I'm just gonna keep to the English, and then yeah. and then when we we were done, and she says like in Norwegian, she says like goodbye and have a good weekend, and then I was like, okay, I'm just gonna reply, and then I replied in Norwegian, like okay, <laughs> have a good weekend. And I was like, fuck, she kind of busted me in the, <laughs> in that last exchange. <laughs> Why didn't she just let me hold on to the line? And maybe she was speaking Norwegian to learn it as well. Maybe. Yeah, and that's the thing. I felt like I was kind of cheating her out of the the the, the yeah. use and the training of the language when I insisted on speaking English. <laughs> I kind of ruined her training experience. Yeah. I had this lady in uh, in Italy actually when I was in Rome. I was I was going to buy some tickets, like bus ticket or whatever. Yeah. And uh, you know, in in Rome, they don't necessarily speak English. Mm-hmm. So I, I had learned a bit of Italian just, you know, so I could say, you know, basic stuff. So I, I just yeah. started in, uh, in Italian. And obviously not very good <laughs> because, you know, I don't know Italian. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she like sort of got offended. Like, and she said, like, I speak English. Uh, I can speak English, you know, like, 
And she spoke perfectly English, but she was Italian, apparently. She was offended. Yeah, she was sort of offended that I tried to... That I sort of had assumed she couldn't speak English, but that was not the case. I, I oh, just, yeah. Uh, I just, you know, I wanted to practice my Italian as but well. Like I, I, I practiced these sentences. I wanted yeah, to use them. but I often heard, like, that that's usually a big hit in, like... France yeah. and Italy. Yeah, you would think so. Yeah. That you kind of get like extra points, extra credit for trying. But I guess this lady, you know, she, she was she was selling tickets, so maybe she was just like, I'm in the tourist industry. Yeah, of was, course I know yeah. English. Sort of. And uh, like she had <laughs> probably had like you know already had hundred people coming saying the same sentence very poorly in Italian. Tutti mare, quattro Shut the fuck up! You want to you want a boat ride or not? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I can understand she was uh, annoyed. Uh, uh, yeah. You know, she so. had a little flag. She pointed the flag. <laughs> yeah. oh. English, please. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, what about a, a proper Kings of War epic moment? How about that? All right. Yeah. Sure. You're interested? Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. You mean you have one or? Yes, I do. do I have to I'm gonna say. One? I'm gonna bail you out <laughs> and present two. Not one, but two epic moments. Right, cool. And they're both from Reign of Kings, the tournament in November yeah. that I attended. I did attend. I was there. <laughs> I yeah, did. well. Let's let's see. Okay. <laughs> so uh, the first is when I played the Christian in game one and his ogres. He, he had three of those goblin blasters. Yeah. Which explode when you, cool. when you kill them. And I'm of course I'm deathly afraid of, of those because they can just cause so much havoc. And I don't have any shooting. I have I have like a uh, single lightning bolt. That's all I have. Yeah. So if that fails, it's gonna really hurt. But I, I did have a lot of flyers in my list because this was an overpowered list. Let yeah. you already know. So I had two wraith troops. I had two revenant king and the worm mm. and and the flying pharaoh of course. All cheese. All cheese. And um, the thing is, uh, he had deployed very like in the in a, in a lump. So all his <laughs> blasters were, of course, very integrated <laughs> in his army. Yeah. And that's... I was uh, like, um, I'm just gonna try and charge them and see how it goes. It's kind of a, like it can be cause they run because uh. it's gonna blow up in 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 my face too. But my hope was just, I'm gonna try that and hopefully he'll take more damage than I do, sort of. So in the I kind of fly up a little bit in turn one, and in turn two, I think it was already in turn two, I charge all three blasters with separate. Yeah. So uh, I think one wraith troop got into one, and uh, I think actually both the revenant kings went into each, like uh, to a blaster each. And of course, in in due order, in melee, I put in a couple of damage and I route them, and they blow up because they don't. They're not super high nerve, so they're not. Difficult to route, are they? They're very easy to route uh, if you can make like three or four damage yeah. reliably. Then they do they have big shields? Or is this oh, just a goblin? You're as, I think uh, they don't do not, but they have defense five. I think. Yeah. So they're, they're not super easy to damage with a with a with shooting, yeah. but if you really get to smack them, so um, and they just blow up in succession, and you know he rolls high on the on the radius, mm. and just racks up wounds. And then the next one goes, and then he's already he already has help because <laughs> he's already taken damage from the previous blast. When I yeah. then do another damage and then route that, does, does the <laughs> radius again. They're all within like 12, 14 inches of each other, so the blasts overlap. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> after the smoke settles, 
60 damage has been spread out <laughs> on like on several units but if you total all the dice all the damage dice it was 60 those in the middle probably the most and yeah we hit twice yeah exactly and uh, that was just so crazy just imagine that in a real battle you sort of fly zoom 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 and then just doo, 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 just blows the <laughs> fuck up the entire flank and the thing is my undead guys they have like you know the revenant kings they have like 18 20 nerve yeah. So they just sort of huh, took it on the chest and then were a bit rattled, but they, you know, flying around with 10 damage and 12 damage, but they still survived and yeah. could do some more mischief afterwards. And it was just such a, yeah, it was a really cool moment. <laughs> yeah, I remember uh, when the first, Kings of War first came out and Hawkon was still playing Kings of War. Right? Mm -hmm. uh, we probably talked instead of it, it was so funny how he moved his blaster and he's like, he placed his blaster. Uh, I mean, uh, five point nine inches from his other units. Yeah, from like a legion. Yeah, and yeah. he even measured it up. He's like, oh yeah, but you know, it's almost six. Yes. So, but I, I would never roll six. I'm pro I probably won't roll a six. <laughs> and why didn't you just move it like one, like a half an inch? It would be way out of the. And he refused to <laughs> to, yeah. to move it. That that's. And you know, of course, he rolled the yeah, six. Of course. And uh, <laughs> it could have been so easy. Damaged so much of his army. But, and uh, uh, shortly afterwards, we didn't see him again. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> oh, I just love the fact that he he had measured up and he, he knew. Left, he, we talked about yeah. it. And he left that one chance. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty awesome. He was just role playing, I guess. I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> and the the second and last of those epic moments. This is also from Reign of Kings, and uh, this is actually uh, a gens. Uh, told me about this on the on the ride home, I think, because this is actually his epic moment. He played the same guy, Christian, All right. and the ogres, because uh, in his list, uh, the ogre list, he had the Grokagamok. Yeah, the the guy. Guy with like, like the blast explo hammer. yeah exploding axe or whatever. <laughs> uh, the you know every hit becomes D three hits, and yeah. then he has crushing tons of crushing. And in my game, just to put a little frame on it. Grokagamuk had charged my horde of revenants and one-shotted it. Oh shit, yeah. He, and he, I mean, this is a dash 24 unit with inspiring. Yeah. And he went in and just, boom, I think he put 30 damage on the unit or something like that. Yeah, it's one of those that... Those is that even possible? No, it's not possible. It's seven, it seven attacks. You know, I think he did flank, actually. Yeah. So it's like 14 attacks, D3, yeah, uh, hits on 3+, plus. yeah. So I had the, the greatest respect for that guy. And the thing is, and Jens' epic moment is that Grokagamaki uh, charges uh, Jens' boomer allies, which he has had borrowed yeah. from me. And he's like, oh no, it's going to go in there. You know, he has seven attacks, D3, blast. <laughs> and oh no, they're done for. And you know how we often say that uh, this is a game of chance? Yeah. And um, to, you know, many people say, like, oh, you need double ones to... To have yeah, any yeah. sort of random chance, right? Mm. But we often counter with this is a dice game, and yeah. every, anything can happen. You know, you don't. Yeah. You could all you rolls could, are. You could miss all your damage rolls or mm. whatever, and it would be a random and epic, epic moment. Epic moment. Yeah, yeah. So what happens is Grokagamok he misses all seven attacks. <laughs> he hits on like three plus. So. He hits on threes, and <laughs> every hit would have been a D three blast. <laughs> And he goes in there and he's like, oh, maybe he even saw how my horde got one-shotted. Yeah. <laughs> and then just, Christian picks up seven dice and then, 
seven dice, not a single three plus. <laughs> and it's like, oh well, bounce back. You know, Jens, his, his ass is saved. Yeah, unharmed. Yeah, uh, unharmed. It was gonna, it, it must they have been a shoot then, didn't they? The, yeah, uh, yeah, that's it. They shot him in the face. <laughs> the boomers can just unload. And he, they even got help from like, because Jens played a couple of those uh, Dragon Breath War engines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they rolled up and they shot too. So they all just sort of, I, I don't know if they killed him on that first shot or not, but at least they they shot yeah. really good after that. So that, that was funny. <laughs> so that it can happen, folks. Can happen. It can happen in a dice game. All right. That's everything on my docket. Your ducket's all done, though. Put the ducket in the socket. Ducket and Duck. suck it. You shouldn't put anything in a socket. Suck it like a dwarf it. stone. <laughs> suck it. Yeah, sure. Guess we're done for today. Yeah. Let's see. The old um, giant dwarf uh, podcast. This is the last episode, actually, of ever. So that's, um, we should have mentioned that before, maybe. But. Oh, no. no. He's just joking. <laughs> so no, maybe someone. Maybe someone like, yes. <laughs> Finally. That guy who <laughs> listens to every episode. Just the guy it. who reluctantly listens. <laughs> and then all those guys who rely on our global news. Yeah, where like, no. will I get my news? I'm not on Facebook. It's <laughs> <laughs> the only source of information in the Kings of War community. Man, that's a tainted source of information. <laughs> no, but uh, I guess I guess we're out. What time is it? Let's see. It's like... Uh, time to go? It's way too much. Okay, cool. It's not that bad, actually. Well... Uh, this was the Giant Dwarf Podcast. Uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks indeed. And uh, I guess we're signing out. Yeah. So this is Fred saying goodbye. This is Lars doing the same. Good. Very good. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. You can reach us on Twitter at KLWOslo. Or you can contact us by email, giantdwarfpodcast at gmail.com. <laughs>